Welcome back to the Keep It Bright podcast. I'm Zara and thank you for joining me for this episode about cutting people off and boundaries, which I know can be a bit of a touchy, uncomfortable topic for a lot of people. And that's always surprised me because from a young age, I've always been ready to cut people off. And and maybe it's because of obviously whatever I've been through when I was younger and having to do that to protect myself, to protect my energy. I think from quite a young age, I was exposed to people who clearly weren't people who were healthy for me to be around, whether they were family or not. So I learn quite quickly to trust my instincts and to not go with maybe what was the norm because it made other people feel uncomfortable. I would listen to my gut and trust my gut from a young age on that I think. So that has always seemed to come quite naturally to me or it's been something that I've practiced from a young age and I know that's not the case for everyone. For example by the age of 12 I decided I no longer wanted to have a relationship with my dad, my father and 18, almost 19 years later that was 100% the right decision for me and it's continued to be the right decision for me in all of those years. There's never been a moment, never been a moment where I've thought oh I've made the wrong decision there. If anything as I've gotten older it's gotten clearer and clearer that that was the right decision to make. I have to obviously shout out my mum because she's not really like me in the sense of she's not, she doesn't really just cut people off. I'm definitely the one who's very experienced in that regard but she did take a very difficult decision to end an unhealthy relationship with my dad which was a very difficult decision for her at the time, given that she was a mum of two young children. And especially in her culture, in that Asian culture, it is very against the norm um, to to have a divorce or to do that, really. Her having the courage to take that step, to make that important decision and to stick to it, regardless of all the shit that came her way, due to her decision and the backlash and all of that stuff I've got to really say that's obviously been such a positive thing for me and definitely probably my influence from a young age I've seen my mum step away from something and making that decision obviously then must have impacted me without realising I wasn't just born fearlessly cutting off people left right and centre but I think seeing her do that obviously inspired me to do the same in my own life which I love and I'm very grateful to her forever grateful to her for making that decision for our family because it was definitely the right one and she's not somebody who usually does that kind of thing so it was really it is just yeah it's amazing it's an amazing thing to anyone out there who has a bit of a tangent but to anyone out there who has young kids maybe and are worried about splitting up the family even if you're in an unhealthy relationship it's something you kind of hear a lot of or I see a lot of and I always think well when they're worried about doing it for the sake of the kids it's definitely 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 better for kids to grow up in a happy household even if that's just with one parent 
than it is to grow up with both parents in an unhappy household or a household that's going to affect them in a bad way. Yes, being a single parent obviously comes with a ton of other fuckeries and struggles, but if you are someone who's staying with your partner just for the sake of your children having both their parents together, I I don't think that's, personally, I don't think that's always the best thing to do. And in our scenario, I am forever grateful, even though we went through so much of the shit due to just that situation, I am still, even in hindsight, and I was at the time, so grateful that that was a decision she made because we've had a much happier, freer life not being involved with my father or him being involved in our lives and that has been the ultimate blessing really because we've had a very very different life not in a good way if it was otherwise so anyway tangent about my childhood there but I just wanted to explain um, a bit of backstory on where I maybe get that kind of courage from and why I find it easy to make those decisions for myself so yeah protective energy has come very naturally to me from a young age. I cut off my father by the time I was 12, cut off my paternal grandparents, cut off many aunties, uncles, cousins, friends, all sorts in my time. I have been cutthroat with it because I know my worth. I respect my time and energy. I know that I deserve better than what some of these people have to offer me and I have a right to protect my own energy, to protect my own headspace, to look after myself. In fact, it's my responsibility to look after myself and to protect myself and I don't have to give access to everybody who wants it and I want you to remember that too. You don't owe someone your time, energy, anything just because you're related to them, just because they feel that you do. Fair enough if, I feel like the only kind of caveat to that is, if you're a parent, then yes, I do think you owe your time and energy to your children because, you know, they didn't ask to be born, all of that. Apart from that, if anyone is trying to say, well, I'm your this, I'm your that, you owe me this, you owe me that, it's very likely that you probably don't owe them your time or respect or any of that. And I feel like it might be a generational thing, but it seems, even for me, so I'm just about to turn 31, and I think in my parents' generation, there seems to have been a lot of just keeping the peace with people, staying in unhappy relationships, sweeping things under the rug, not talking about big problems and issues, just trying to keep that status quo and not ruffle feathers. And all of that just (laughs) rubs me up the wrong way. Well, I personally can't do it. I am just a really straightforward, honest, blunt person. And I think some people think I'm quite brash. Brash is probably the right word, but I'm honest and I don't like playing games. I don't like fucking around I just say what I feel don't get me wrong I'm not trying to be a dickhead with it I do my best to be tactile or kind wherever I can obviously there's not a need to be horrible if you don't need to be but do no harm take no shit right and 
if you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't speak up for yourself, you can't really expect others to either. You have to look after yourself. Like at the end of the day, you're here in your life and you've got to look after number one. You have to look out for your best interests. Like you do, that's just survival, right? You have to look out for yourself and you don't have to just keep the peace for the sake of keeping the peace because I read this really good quote I wish I'd looked it up before I did this podcast I didn't think of it but read I think on Instagram somewhere it was like if you're trying to keep the peace around you you're likely not keeping the peace within you sorry to paraphrase that but it was something along those lines your inner peace is so much more important than just the external peace because those things eat you up inside that's the worst shit you can't if you don't say how you feel about something, if you're not honest about how you feel about something, then it's most likely gonna then eat away at you because you're not letting it out. So as somebody who always speaks their mind literally 99% of the time, wherever possible, I will say what I, what I feel, what I think, and I don't leave important words unsaid. I think it's really important to do that. I think any everyone I know who has left important words unsaid, it does affect them then in turn it's I think it's better to just have it all out there even if it's conflict's not nice okay I don't find confrontation difficult I find it super easy to just say what I think I know that's not everyone's style not everybody's into that but it's so much better when you don't have to have the guessing games and mind reading and all of that it's better just to say what you think it's less likely people will misunderstand you so even for me someone who has been very comfortable with their decisions of cutting people off and having those boundaries throughout their life there's definitely been so many people who have challenged that and I know that's one of the things that puts people off cutting people off or having boundaries is that they're scared of what other people will think not the person they're cutting off but they're scared of maybe what other family members will say or think they're scared of having to be answerable for it all of that kind of stuff again this is your life and those decisions you make have to bring you peace. When you look back from the end of your life, you want to think that you were happy with the decisions you made, that you did things for you, that you did things your way, not just to keep this auntie happy or your parent happy or whatever it might be, whoever it is who has that hold on you. It's not their life though, it's your life, right? And that decision has to sit right with you. And for me, all the decisions I've made so far of cutting people off have set sat more than right with me. I know it's the right thing. Does that mean nobody give me shit for it? No, not at all. I have had so many people, near and dear, randoms, so many people comment on my decisions. So that's probably not what you wanted to hear. <laughs> but yeah, of course, people are nosy. People don't have the courage to do it themselves. So they get scared for you they get scared they might be well-meaning they might think oh I don't want them to get hurt so I'm gonna encourage them not to cut people off they might think I don't want them to get shit from other people so I might encourage them to not cut off that person or keep the peace or whatever it is you don't have to do that okay I've not listened to one person who's told me not to cut someone off because I knew in my heart in my mind, that was the right decision for me. And it's never failed me. Like that has to, that matters more to me. I'm not someone who really cares what other people think. 
so I don't find that difficult again but I know that's something some people struggle with my decision matters to me more than what other people think of my decision and I think that's also important you have to respect your own decision respect your own boundaries if you don't stand firm with your own boundaries then other people won't take them seriously either unfortunately you've got to just back yourself um, choose yourself and you don't have to compromise that so I've had plenty of criticism and people pleading with me all kinds of stuff so much guilt like I haven't taken that guilt on but so many people trying to put guilt on me for my decisions especially when it comes to family being cut off that's something that really doesn't sit right with people don't get me wrong my actual family my immediate little small family there is not a thing I wouldn't do that for those people it's so important to me I love them more than anything they're my world everything I do I do for them as cheesy as that sounds it's it's literally they're my world they really are my world but outside of that small circle I'm not so asked. I care about a lot of people I care about my friends deeply I care about all my followers but as for anybody outside of that I'm not bothered about keeping somebody in my family or not cutting somebody off because their family if someone has hurt if someone has repeatedly hurt the people I really really love they're gone to me they're just you know they're dead to me I'm not I'm not bothered I, I don't have to be nasty about it I don't have to make a big drama about it but they don't exist to me anymore and I just don't buy into keeping people around just because they're your auntie or your cousin or your whatever it just doesn't mean I just don't think it means shit I don't think a title automatically garners respect without the person earning that respect in a lot of cultures as well it's all about respecting your elders a lot of just doesn't matter what they did respect your elders and I think that's totally wrong as well again with me cutting off my see it feels weird to say dad because that's not a thing but yeah me cutting off my dad at such a young age as well I've had so many people say things to me people who don't know shit about the story say things like oh but he's your dad oh he loves you oh that must be so hard for him all of this and I just think would you say that if you knew the things that person has said or done or is capable of would you say that to somebody who had been through hell at the hands of their parents or abandoned by their parents like would you I don't understand why people make those blanket statements based off their own relationships so someone with a perfectly normal family dynamic with no problems who's had really reliable caring parents to say something like that is just so dismissive of everything that other people go through and might have been through at the hands of those same categories of people and I think it's dangerous that things like that get said but again I feel like a lot of those said things are said by people who are a lot older than me from a different generation where you didn't cut off your parents no matter how shitty they were to you I'm glad that nowadays people are protecting themselves more you hear more and more about people who've cut off their parents or their sibling or whatever and those are hard decisions to make those are not easy things to do someone has to really hurt you or fuck you over for it to be that deep right I'm not just here like see you never you know fuck you I'm not here cutting people off for no reason the reasons are deep that's why people do it so if someone tells you I'm sure the person listening to this I'm sure you're not 
the kind of person who would say things like that to people without knowing their story but if someone tells you they've cut somebody off trust that they've made that decision and it was a hard decision to make for most people it will have been a hard decision to make but they've still made it and that says a lot about the situation and if you're that person who's made those difficult decisions and you're being questioned by people just know that it's most likely people who just would never have the courage to do that for themselves or just really can't relate they really haven't been through the shit you've been through they don't have to make the decisions you've had to make so fuck what they think a few tips to remember regarding this kind of thing is see people's behavior for what it is if someone makes you feel shit if someone makes you feel uncertain makes you feel small makes you feel just unsettled then trust your gut trust your instincts those instincts are there for a reason even if they say all the right things do those actions match up with the things they say do their actions back up the things they say do they walk the walk or are they just saying the right words at the right time check to see if you're romanticizing a certain relationship or a friendship because sometimes it might just be you that's bringing the good things to the friendship maybe you're just a good friend maybe they're not actually a good friend to you maybe they're not a good partner to you maybe you're just romanticizing what that friendship or relationship is so make sure that it's flowing both ways make sure that you're getting a good friend in return when you're being a good friend make sure that it's not just you making all of the effort all of the time you deserve more than that if you're putting in a lot of effort also a reminder that you don't have to be everything to everyone and you don't have to give all of your energy away you simply can't be everything to everyone and also be true to yourself it just doesn't work that way and if you're going to choose between you or somebody else choose yourself okay again you've got to live with yourself you've got to be with you until the end of your time so you need to choose the decisions that sit right with you not with your parent or your grandparent or your sibling or whoever it is there's nothing wrong with standing up for yourself backing yourself a lot of the times I've been the only person to back me in a decision I've made everybody else even people I care about or love very dearly telling me it's the wrong decision telling me I fucked up telling me I was being too harsh literally as much as I love those people it didn't mean anything to me because I know I was doing the right thing for me if you know that decision is right for you and you have confidence and trust in yourself then you won't feel any type of way about making those decisions for yourself that self-love will protect you from low quality relationships and friendships in your life that self-love will protect you from disrespect and your boundaries being crossed like you do need to do that for you and I feel like not enough people in your life will probably tell you that you're doing the right thing or that you've done the right thing not many people in your life might even back you but it's just out of fear a lot of the times that they don't want you to get hurt or people to talk about your decision or whatever it is but when you know you're doing the right thing for you it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks I feel like as long as you're not hurting anyone and you know what I was gonna say as long as you're not hurting anyone yourself you can do what you want and that's always got to be the disclaimer do what you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else or yourself but that said sometimes you are going to hurt people like with your decisions if you're cutting somebody off yes that is probably going to hurt them but if it's going to hurt you more to not do that then you need to cut them off right so sometimes yes you are going to hurt people that sucks 
it's not nice. I, in the past year, have cut off three close, long-time friendships. Two of those were my best friends, and one of them was a very close friend and one of my oldest friends. That's a big deal to me. I'm somebody, if you know me, I have long-term friendships. Like, all my friendships are like 10 years, 15 years, 17 years, 9 years. Like, pretty much most of my friendships are long-term friendships. I really invest a lot of time and energy into my friendships. I love my friends. But it's not unconditional. It's just not. If someone takes something too far, if someone's not being respectful, if someone is not who they say they are, then it's okay to cut a friendship off. I know it sucks. Last year, I had to make a very difficult decision to cut off a very, very close friend of mine, one of my best friends. And that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in terms of cutting somebody off. Literally, I've had so many family members I've cut off and it's not even been a thing to me. But with my friend, it was really difficult because we were so close and obviously with friendships you choose each other with family you don't always get to choose who your family are with friendships you get to choose who your friends are but with that one it got to a place where she repeatedly was really really disrespectful was not respecting like my boundaries or my time got to a point where just it had gone too far and we weren't going to be able to have the same friendship at all after that that person wanted so much from me and I couldn't give it to them and in that situation I had to just end it but it doesn't mean it was easy it wasn't it was just getting very unhealthy and there didn't seem to be a way we could resolve that so that was that doesn't mean I don't think about them all the time I think about them quite a lot and I hope that they're doing well but I know that for us it had gotten to a place where it was unhealthy, where we weren't having a good friendship, where it was kind of unfixable because of where it had gone to. Being an honest person as well, it's hard because you think other people are honest too. And I think that's what's hard because one of my other close friendships, which was one of my oldest friendships, which also had to cut off last year, was because the person had been really deceptive about who they were and basically had been really fake and weren't who they said they were, had completely different values or proved to have completely different actions to the values that they said they had. They didn't walk the walk. It was just a shock, but I'm just not down with that. Even very, very recently, I had to cut off another best friend and that's somebody I thought I was going to be friends with forever. But people change, things change and sometimes people aren't fully who you think they are. So yeah, friendship breakups can be difficult, but not everything is forever. Some things are good for the time that we have them, and then we do have to just let those things go. And when somebody leaves your life, how you feel after that says a lot. So in my latest friendship breakup, it literally felt no different and that says a lot about that because there's definitely people in your life who if they were taken from your life you would feel that shit you would notice it would be a big deal but sometimes when people go it's just a shock but you realize they didn't actually actively impact your life that much or make it that much better 
And sometimes we are the ones who romanticise things as being better than they were or more special than they were. It all kind of comes back to self-love because I feel like a lot of people would never cut a friend off because they don't want to be alone. I had a friend like that who she just hated being alone and she would keep really low quality friends and people around her, people who were really bad to her, people who really didn't respect her or care about her and she did that because she just didn't want to lose friends and I think I'm the opposite. I love myself, I am my own best friend, number one best friend is me, so more on that in the self-love episode because I highly recommend but because I'm my best friend, my standards are high, (laughs) my standards are high because I know what I'm worth, I know how valuable my friendship is, I know that access to my time and energy is a privilege, I know my friendship is a blessing, I know I'm a blessing in other people's lives some of you are probably going to think that sounds big-headed but if you do you should probably love yourself a bit more because I want you to get to that place where you see your time and your energy as a blessing too and that you know what you bring to the table and that you're not shy about that and that you're not giving away your time and energy to people who don't bring anything to your table because I know my worth I know it's their loss right sometimes if you're a really good nice person I've seen this happen a lot in relationships too and I've been there myself you know what a loss it would be for somebody if you were to step out of their lives so you stay for their sakes don't do that (laughs) because you're compromising yourself and your values and your worth by doing that because you know you deserve better but you know you're the best they are gonna get and that's not good for you you've got to look out for your best interest because someone who knows that they don't deserve you will never let you know that you deserve better obviously they don't want to lose you but you've got to look out for you right but yeah don't settle for less because you don't want to be alone get comfortable being with yourself get comfortable being alone get comfortable just enjoying your own company doing your own thing enjoying your solitude and your peace like I love that shit and I have so many wonderful friendships and relationships in my life but my relationship with myself is good which is why in turn those relationships are also healthy relationships where we don't depend on each other. I get a lot of people ask me about how to cut somebody off because they've never done that before and they're not sure how to do it so I thought I'd address that. Obviously different things are going to work for different situations, different people depending on how much you actually have to see that person how much you can't avoid that person or whether you're just virtually connected or what's going on. I also personally would recommend, I know not everybody likes to do this, but I personally do recommend saying your piece because I feel like it does bring you peace and then it leaves out those unanswered questions for both of you. So I feel like if you can say what you need to say or explain or tell someone what they did to hurt you, I think it's I think you should always go that route. Again, you don't have to be harsh. You don't have to be rude or hurtful about it. You can just be honest and sensitive if you need to be. But I personally would recommend saying what's on your mind and not just leaving it a mystery because then that person, A, knows what they've done. B, it might help them even grow from that and learn from that. C, you're giving yourself the peace of mind of having it off your chest and that they know what they did. Like, trust me, I have sent paragraphs that 
I would love to share. I have sent the paragraphs of dreams <laughs> of telling people what's what. I know not everybody is going to do that, but I feel like if you are going to delete or block or whatever you're going to do, it is worth saying your piece and maybe if if you need to, letting that person obviously say what they need to say back and then calling it a day. But I think pe- things do deserve a proper ending sometimes. Sometimes I think it's fine to just unfollow, mute, block, whatever you need to do there if it's not that deep. If someone's not massively done something bad, then I think it's fine to just do those things. If they come asking, do tell them don't say oh, it was nothing. If someone comes asking why you cut them off, just tell them. We don't need to play games. It's better to just be straightforward and get it off your chest too. If you feel like there's no point in saying anything because the person doesn't take on board that kind of thing or there's just no point, then obviously you don't have to say anything. Um, That's fine. You can just distance yourself. But I would personally recommend saying your piece, calling people out if you need to. Depends on what's happened, doesn't it? So it's hard to just give a one-size-fits-all solution there. But for your own piece, I would always say, say what you need to say. Even if it's years later, it's okay. Just get things off your chest. Otherwise, they're going to come out in some way at some point. Another thing to add in is that sometimes people are going to misunderstand you. And sometimes they misunderstand you because it suits them and the version of events they've told themselves. The story where they're not the bad guy and they need to make you the bad guy so that they're not the bad guy. I've seen that happen so many times. So many times people make themselves the victim even though they're the one who's been toxic in that situation. Just bear in mind that that's not a reflection of you. They're just doing what they need to do to not feel like they're the one who's done something wrong so that they don't feel any guilt or shame or whatever it is. Leave them to believe that because you both know the truth. If you've been straight up and it's that kind of situation, it is what it is. It's not nice to be misunderstood. It's not nice to have people say things about you that aren't true, all that kind of thing. But sometimes if you know the truth, that's enough. And the people who really know you and understand you will believe that and know that too. And that's just got to be enough sometimes because you're not always going to get the closure you want from people. You're not always going to get the apology you want from people unfortunately remember years ago I saw another quote that I'm gonna paraphrase now and probably ruin but it was something along the lines of accept the apology you didn't receive I'm not of the forgive people forgive everyone train of thought that's just not me every time I've posted something like that someone says something about it because obviously with what I do I post positive quotes I post positivity I'm all about that. I don't think everyone deserves forgiveness. I'm just going to say it. I think some things are unfucking forgivable. I think some things are so deliberate and so just horrible. I think I don't think everyone deserves forgiveness. So I'm not going to be sitting here telling you to forgive everyone. And I know people say, oh, forgive people. It's for your own sake or forgive. I don't think you need to do that. I've been sat here with grudges a lot of my life. When I say grudges, I don't mean I'm actively sat here angry, holding on to the grudge. But those not forgiving people grudges protect me from those people. So I know people say don't forget, but forgive, all that kind of stuff. 
you don't have to forget or forgive, all right? I'm giving you permission right now to not forget or forgive because I don't think everyone deserves forgiveness. Simple as that. Especially repeat offenders, especially people who definitely knew they were doing something wrong, definitely fucked up time and time again. Like, I don't think those people deserve forgiveness. I'm just going to say it. You don't have to agree with that. You don't have to implement that. You can forgive people as much as you want. You can forget as much as you want, but... I'm trying to look out for your best interests and sometimes that means remembering what the fuck happened and not letting it slide, not letting it slip, letting people have a consequence to their actions that they did and they chose. So (laughs) might be an unpopular opinion there. Well, I know it is, but that's my opinion and I am totally at peace with the decisions I've made for myself and looking after myself. I'm doing this podcast to share my experiences, how I deal with the world and what works for me. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You don't have to do the same thing, but I'm only telling you how I operate and what works for me and what keeps me protecting my energy and keeps my boundaries respected. The one last thing I want to touch on was what to do if you can't cut someone out of your life. So there's somebody in my life who I had wanted to cut out, but because of the situation, I couldn't, which I found very, very, very difficult because like I said, it just goes against my nature. It really does. And it was really difficult. But in that scenario, what I did is just distance myself. And that has proved to be enough don't get me wrong I spoke my mind about it I said what I needed to say but I just distanced myself gave less of my energy gave less of my time did the minimum and that was enough for me to feel like I'd set boundaries I think sometimes that's what boundaries are they don't if you can't just cut somebody off or if you feel like you can't take it to that place because you have ties to somebody for example if you've got a kid and you have to see their your ex-partner who's their parent you can't and you can't really cut that tie because they have to you have to see each other there's times like that where the boundaries have to come into play because you can't just put it in the bin in those scenarios I just say be firm with your boundaries and what access you give to people how much energy you put in those kind of things sometimes it just looks like that it doesn't have to be so dramatic as to cut somebody off but sometimes it needs to be done and I'm definitely a firm believer in it. I definitely do it all the time. And you've got to look out for yourself. You've got to make your mental health the priority. You've got to make your emotional health the priority and do what's right for you. And it's not always pleasant. It's not always easy, but it prevents you from being hurt further by the same people. It helps you have more energy for things that make you feel better and it will just benefit your life. So that's my piece on that. I hope It helps you to find courage to do what you need to do to look after you because you deserve that. And in actuality, you're the only person who can do that for you. You're the only person who can enforce boundaries and you don't have to subscribe to what other people subscribe to just the way I don't. You've got my back in anyway. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful and I hope you always choose yourself. Catch you next time.